Welcome to week five edition of QB Sneak. We are back uh, on the Built in Buffalo Network. Uh, it is good to be here. The Bills squeak out a win against the Ravens, which I did not think was going to happen. Uh, I'll tell you what, for most of the time I was watching it, I was a very upset person. And uh, I would not have been delightful to talk to. I do have this beautiful tan line, though. That's not CGI. That is real. Uh, so uh, feast your eyes on that. But uh, without further ado, with me always, I got my co-host, Addison Shumangala. We're both previous players. Uh, I mean, not big time, but we definitely played uh, the QB position. We're pretty familiar with it. So we love to do this every week. We break down the, the quarterback position of Josh Allen and whoever he played against. And then we try to predict what's going to happen against the next opponent, which will be Pittsburgh. Addison, how you doing? Doing good, Mike. Uh, so I'm, I'm actually coming to you guys, you know, from down in Baltimore, actually, because I'm, I'm here on vacation in D.C. for the just weekend. So you just went down there? Um, well, I'm rocking I'm rocking some Bills gear, so, you know, I'm representing. <laughs> you know, oh, I'm adding self to the wound is what you're doing. You're not, you're not, yeah. uh, you're not trying to make them feel better. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I mean, they got the, you know, they still got the Ravens flock or whatever it is in the Bud Light can, so it still tastes a little like defeat. But I mean, nah. <laughs> yeah, so it's just not as good. I mean, right. <laughs> yeah. uh, but hey, uh, great. That's uh, so a different location. Maybe, maybe, uh, maybe that'll uh, that'll bring some of your opinions to life here. <laughs> sure. Uh, you know, clear mind. Um, what'd you think? What'd you think uh, about watching uh, the game against Baltimore? Uh, since since you're sitting in there, um, you know, what'd you think between Lamar Jackson and Josh Allen? I mean, overall, who who came out on top? I mean, yeah, the Bills won, but but who who were you more impressed with that week? Um, so it was I'll say this: it was a it was a good game. Uh, in the you know in the first half, it you know being a Bills fan, it did not look like the Bills were gonna were gonna win. Um, now the one thing that I've noticed throughout this year and, and even in previous years is that the Bills have always or, well, not always, but they seem to be a second-half football team now. I'd like us, you know, I'd like the Bills to be a, you know, an all-game football team, but it just seems like even though we the Bills were down early and, you know, had to make a decent comeback to at least try to get some points before halftime, it was definitely one of those situations where you're like, okay, all right, I know we're down, I know we're down, but the Bills are a second-half team, so let's see what happens. Uh, in terms of the quarterback play, I thought it was, I thought it was pretty even. At least it looked like that to me. Um, Josh Allen had a, had a pretty solid day. I won't say he had a great game, but he had a pretty solid game. Um, his completion percentage was a little on the lower end, something that I know he, he really wants to improve on himself. Um, but he got, you know, over 200 yards passing. He did throw for a touchdown. He also got some pretty good yardage on the ground and he also ran one in. So I was pretty happy to see that. Yeah. Uh, you know, his, so, yeah, his completion percentage is actually 52.8%. Uh, is is what it, what it came out to be for Josh Allen, and uh, yeah, I, I think that that had a lot to do with some drops. Uh, you know, uh, that that he totally could have hit. He hit some open receivers that just couldn't hang on to it. Uh, who I was impressed with that jumped out at me was uh, Shakir. Uh, when, when yeah, the rookie. Yep. Yeah, when he got a chance to actually get out there, you know, I, I he he made the most of it. He made some splash plays. He caught it, you know, and he and he's fast. Uh, clearly. Uh, I, I, I must've missed that in the preseason because I know he had a great preseason, but he caught this like little short pass, turned it into a first down. Uh, I'm, I'm like, they need to use that kid for sure. But uh, just, just getting back into, uh, you know, the performance between just Josh Allen and, and Lamar Jackson, 
I thought it was a tale of two halves. I thought Lamar Jackson really turned it on in the beginning of the game, uh, couldn't miss, uh, and made great decisions until the Bills defense started to figure him out, uh, and he didn't have any scramble room anymore. And if he did, he didn't he didn't gouge the Bills for big time runs uh, like we're used to seeing, and they they limited the big play, especially in the second half. And that's where Josh Allen turned it on. He struggled in the first half. And then in that second half, he started putting things together. Receivers started catching the ball. And what stands out to me the most, I think that Lamar Jackson had two picks, both to Porter. Yeah. <laughs> um, one, one was like off a defensive lineman, right? Uh, yeah, yeah, I believe it was a tip ball. And then there was the – and then, of course, the end zone interception where he just beautifully read that throw and cut off that – you know, cut off the receiver and just literally – out muscled them and took the ball away. Yeah, I uh, I have not seen a safety be able to like. I mean, I, I've I've seen it before, but like, what I meant, I think what I'm trying to get at is like just seeing him be able to break on that ball from how far away he was. He was in the middle of the end zone and comes all the way across. Now he said he had he's, he had seen him wide open, uh, and really what bought the time there was the pass rush with Jordan Phillips or not Jordan Phillips. Uh, with Greg Rousseau and Shaq Lawson, those two, those two were in Lamar Jackson's face, and they kept him contained. They didn't allow him to do his his normal scramble, you know, and like razzle dazzle, get free out of the pocket, uh, find the open man, or or just run for the touchdown. They were in his face. He had nowhere to go, and then he throws up a prayer late to a guy that was open. But uh, credit to Poyer coming all the way across, interception instead of a touchdown change the whole course of the game. And then Josh gets hot for the, for the, that last final drive and they're smart and they don't score because the Ravens wanted to let them score. Yeah. I, I, I thought that was really good. Uh, so I think Sean McDermott also said too, man, uh, that uh, Josh orchestrated that last drive and was the one that didn't want to score because he didn't want to give them the ball back with too much time on the clock. Right, yeah. You don't want to. You want to completely keep the get the control of the last couple minutes of the game in your t- offense, not the other teams. Especially when you got Lamar Jackson on the other side. Right, and and actually, that was a good point that you brought up too about the containment that the Bills' defense had on Lamar Jackson. Because you're right, like he didn't rip. I mean, don't get me wrong; he still got 73 yards on 11 carries, but he didn't get a touchdown. He didn't really rip off any monstrous plays. I mean, his longest rush was 18 yards, which is, a, you know, that's a pretty good play. But other than that, like, it, you're right. It seemed like the Ravens started off real hot, and then right around once halftime was over and the second half started, it was it was the Bills' turn. And yeah, so yes. I, I, think, I think what goes with these with these uh, with these analysis that we have, I, I think that the big thing is where the defense defensive adjustments when a defense makes adjustments to a quarterback uh, it can be either really effective or it doesn't matter because the quarterback's just going to be successful regardless uh with Lamar Jackson I thought the Bills did well with adjusting to what it was that they were doing uh and eliminating the big big plays that were hurting him uh in the in the first half and uh came out and really kind of shut him down I mean in, in that second in that second half I mean uh, to me that was a different Lamar Jackson he didn't have time to throw which was, uh, I think, really affecting, obviously, his accuracy. But the the presence of Von Miller, you can't even you can't even describe it right now because when he did get pressured, he got sacked. He got 
Lamar Jackson, he was sacked twice, which is not is not a usual thing. He's not normally a, a quarterback that gets sacked often. Often, he usually makes something out of it, you know. And, yeah, or at least gets the ball away. Right. And so, for the for the Bills to hit home twice, and then the amount of pressure they were able to put on him, you know, and he wasn't able to find receivers in the second half to pretty much uh, for the Bills to come all the way back and win in the end. I think it says a lot about the defensive line, but it also uh, says something about the the Baltimore's whole choke artist this season. I mean, th- this is the second time this happened with Miami, yeah, uh, and then they did do it again with Buffalo. It's like the, it's like they just don't want to beat anyone in the AFC East. They just want to. <laughs> well, they they did, they are two and two, so they did beat you know the Jets and the Patriots. But you're you know yeah you're right like two games that they probably should have won and didn't especially especially Miami like that one like I, which is crazy like that yeah. one I still can't I still can't believe how that happened but it did so <laughs> um the one thing I will say man is uh with Lamar Jackson uh, this season I'll, I'll say that his his passing has improved I, I was way more impressed with him this this week or this last week than I was in any other time I've seen him play I think that he has finally kind of come along or made a leap, so to speak, uh, with being able to be a passer also, uh, not just yeah. a running quarterback. So I say look out uh, for, for that Ravens that Ravens offense because the more he keeps getting comfortable like that, the more dangerous he's going to be. And I kind of respect him now. I, I, I didn't care before. I was like, ah, Lamar Jackson, he's just going to try to run all the time. And uh, Well, he does I, run a lot still too. He does. He does. And it's effective. But – I just think I, I noticed a difference in a little bit in his accuracy and and his ability to find open receivers when he needed to, uh, right, because man. that's that's what really made me nervous when they were they're having such a good game right off the bat. He he also had a couple of really really great throws. Like there were it was early in the game, uh, you know when they were hot, and I remember there was a couple of routes where Lamar Jackson had a guy that was either it was running like the post route over the middle. Either that or he had a guy in the seam that was doing a, a fly route. And he put on some good throws. And the guys either just dropped him or it was well defended. But the throw was the throw was there. Like that could have been that could have gone either way. So um I agree with you. Yeah, I think he's really stepped up a lot, especially um, you know, especially this year and yeah, towards the end of last year, where he's been more a, he- a heck of a lot better you know, as a passer and not just a, a mobile quarterback. So I agree with you. I think he's he stepped up. I think he, he's, in, he's in the shot this year for the MVP running again. Um, and we'll have to wait and see what happens. But right now he's really got to figure out how he and his team can can hold on to victories. Well, yeah, no, I agree. you can't just put that on him. You know, I, I think that's more. Well, right, yeah, it's not just yeah. him. But. Yeah, it's definitely his defense. I, I, I'm with you 100 on that. Uh, let's let's really let's really dive into it now. I mean, we we we've kind of talked about it a little bit, but here's the exact stat line. So Josh Allen was 11, or I mean, was 19 for 36, uh, and 213 yards. He was sacked only once, had a touch, had a touchdown and an interception, but then he also had. Uh, 11 uh, attempts at rushing for 70 yards and a touchdown. So he, he accounted for, for uh, two touchdowns on his, on his own, on his own, right. Um, and 52.8% completion percentage. Like we had mentioned, his QBR was 71.8 and his QB rating, or I mean, not yeah, his QBR and then just his regular passer rating 68.4. 
Now, this isn't a to me, this was this doesn't scream a Josh Allen type of day. Like, like he he I'm getting accustomed to the 300 yards, you know, couple like two, three touchdowns. Yep. Uh it was a little bit pedestrian, but I think it's only because he put it together in the second half. What so and then I'm gonna I'm gonna get your opinion real quick, uh, right after I, I throw out Lamar Jackson's stat line. He also ran for uh he tried running 11 times for 73 yards. So I thought that was funny. They, they both were almost utilized almost the same amount uh, when it came to running the rock. Right. Uh, but he was, he was 20 for 29 with a 69% completion percentage, but only for 144 yards sacked twice, one touchdown, but two interceptions. And so his QBR was 47.7 and the ratings only 63. Uh, you know, both not great days for either one, but uh on those stat lines alone, what story does it tell, and, and who do you think won? Well, looking at the stat line, um, you know, it kind of tells the story that we've been talking about so far this whole episode. You know, just that, you know, the defense has seemed to kind of own this game. Um, I mean, now, granted, the quarterback still got their yards. They, you know, Josh still got his his uh, his touchdown both in the air and the ground. But when you look at the stat lines, both quarterbacks who are MVP caliber quarterbacks had off days in terms of you know how much yardage you would expect them to get. And honestly, too, completion percentage, at least for, for the Bills, with Josh Allen, you know, like I, like you said, we're just accustomed to seeing him now throw for 300 yards a game. So um, this was definitely, in my opinion, this was definitely more of a defensive fight, and it seemed like the defenses really ruled this game. Um, and it just it turned out the way it did. Like I, I think in the prediction that we had last week, I predicted the Bills scoring 35 points. So <laughs> wrong again for me, but that's hey, that's you know what, that's okay. That's it's still fun that we do this, but um, but I'm still confident in the Bills' defense to be able to put up those numbers each and every week. You know, it things happen. It's football, like Thursday night football yesterday was a 12 to nine game. So <laughs> you know, sometimes you're just expecting one thing and the opposite happens. But um, but it was it was a good game overall. It was good to see the Bills pull out the victory, and that's and it was those clutch moments too that that, you know, Josh is just very good at where he's able to manage the game and put the ball where it needs to be for his players to make the, you know, to make the play. Yeah. I, I have, to, have to agree with that, but also like for, for me, like I, I look at this and I see that the completion percentage from Lamar Jackson with a, a 69% where he only missed nine throws, but in the end, really it's, you know, yeah, that's, that's great. But it, were they meaningful receptions? You know, uh, there's a lot of times oh, no. where you could complete, a whole bunch of little short dink and dump passes where, you know, the guy gets tackled as soon as he catches it. And it was only for four yards, three yards, you know, uh, yeah. or it doesn't even lead to a first down and then the next play. Uh, and, and that says a lot because, you know, like I said, you could complete as many as you want, but if it's not coming up with meaningful yards that are first downs or touchdowns uh, after a while, yards mean nothing and right. or, or, yards mean nothing, but neither does the completion percentage. If you're not really truly moving the ball. Uh, and so we, I think we saw that last week too, when the bills played, um, played Miami. Yeah. yeah. Like Josh threw for 400 yards, only two touchdowns and the bills lost the game. So like you said, yardage really doesn't matter all too much if you can't put the ball in the end zone. Right. And I mean, you can have the worst completion percentage ever, but if you, the ones that you do complete go for points, or they're a clutch moment in the game where where it matters most, and and you get it to a receiver that that and it changes the game. Who cares about that completion percentage? It really means nothing in the end of the day if if your team came out with a victory and you made the throws you needed to. Right. So 
that's what I think happened here. I think Josh made the throws that he needed to make. They were they were the difference makers in, in a lot of the in a lot of in like that that one throw to Knox that was uh, on that on the game winning drive. The throw to Knox was was amazing because he got that up over two defenders, I believe, and just like I mean Knox was all by himself and had to get up a little bit to get that ball. But honestly, for the play, it was I thought that was that was one of Josh's better throws that day. Yeah, absolutely. That was yeah, it was great. It was a great play. Um, and, that, and that's that clutch factor. Yes, yes, which is which is just huge. Uh, and you know, it was good to see too that you know McKenzie got another touchdown. So I mean, he, didn't, <laughs> he didn't do all that great again in the in the receptions or the yards. He only had four catches for twenty one yards, but that touchdown he got that touchdown. So, well, what my thing was is it was almost the exact same play that they they messed up. Yeah, exactly. He was yeah. by himself again. And this yeah. time Josh did not dirt it. <laughs> no, no. But, um, you know, the one thing that is kind of nice, though, Mike, is to have the number two guy in, in the league right now for the Bills throwing the ball in yards and yardage. He's got, I think, 1,227 yards in four weeks. So he's on pace for, you know, a really good season so long as he keeps up this momentum and so long as the Bills keep doing what they're doing. He's having a fantastic season. I try try to not take anything from Josh Allen, even that loss on Miami. I mean, sometimes you got to help a guy out. I mean, there was a lot of drop passes there. Everyone's dying of the heat, cramping. Yeah. He's like try, he's like trying to power through it, do everything on his own. You can't you can't always win games by putting your team on your back. I mean, sometimes you can, but there's going to be times where you, you end up losing because that's what you had to do is put the entire team on your back in 90 degree weather. It just wasn't something they could pull off. Um, no, but no. as far as this upcoming game, weather is not going to be a factor. Uh, as far as a hot, uh, any sort of heat, heat seat or heat stroke happening, that's not that's not going to happen. Uh, it is in Buffalo. Uh, I'm not quite sure what the weather is going to be, but I know it won't be 90. And so, therefore, it should be some perfect football weather. I'm looking forward to this very much. So uh, you can't sleep on any team in the NFL. But no. the Bills are going against Kenny. Pickett instead of Mitch Trubinsky, which I'm a little upset. I was really hoping to see Mitch uh, quarterback this team uh, so that we could, you know, beat him really bad and then <laughs> laugh about it later. Uh, <laughs> but, um, but Pickett, uh, he doesn't scare me. Uh, I don't know what your thoughts are. Like, where, where, does, where does Kenny Pickett stand on your on your quarterback list? <laughs> not, not to be, like, you know, overconfident or anything, but Kenny Pickett, who is he? You know, I mean, don't get me wrong. He played slightly better than Mitch did in the game against the Jets when the Steelers lost. But, you know, the kid, he's a rookie, Mike. He makes bad decisions. Like, he's got a lot to learn still in this league. Yes, he had more yards. Yes, he had a better completion percentage than Mitch Trubisky did playing the Jets. But he threw for three interceptions. Mitch only threw for one. So. And he, what was the only – so I think you said he was only 10. Uh, this was off – this was off, Mike. You said he was 10 for 13. 76.9% completion percentage, only 120 yards, three interceptions, and uh, a QBR rating of or a QBR of 27.7 and a and a passer rating of 65.1. Yes. I mean, eh. Like he's a rookie, like we've yeah, mentioned. Exactly. Yeah. And to be fair, it was his first game in the NFL. You know, first like, you know, regular season game, anyways. It was his first opportunity being out there with the team. You know, the pressure was already on because Mitch wasn't playing too great, so he was going in to fill in to try to be the savior in Pittsburgh, right? And it, it, it didn't go the way he wanted it to. And you know what? That happens. That's football. But 
Um, but does he scare me during his actual like start debut against the Bills? Not at all. In fact, what scares me more is that Pittsburgh defense. Yeah, for sure. I was almost going to mention that more of their defense than anything can be that can be a difference maker for Pittsburgh. We all know that. But what I'm more concerned, what I'm not, I guess shouldn't say concerned. What I really want to watch here is the Bills defense playing against that Pittsburgh yeah. offense because because Pickett is a rookie. Sean McDermott and Leslie Frazier love playing against inexperienced quarterbacks or rookies because the Bills do a lot of confusing things on defense when it comes to their zone looks. Uh, it's hard to tell who's going to be where in what zone. And some people look like they're blitzing, then they end up covering, or they uh, it looks like they're going to start out in this spot of the field, and then they change up their zone of who, like what spot of the field they're covering. Uh, there's a lot of moving parts back there uh, that – that can can very can be very confusing, especially to a brand new quarterback to the league, uh, and that usually causes mistakes, especially with the type of pass rush that the Bills have been able to produce at this point. Uh, you got Von Miller chasing a rookie quarterback. Uh, I think that's going to force him to make some mistakes here, uh, and then throw it right up to the defense, like that, like we're hoping, you know. Uh, yeah. And and it might be it it might be a a picket fest if you know what I'm saying. <laughs> nice. <laughs> No, but, but you're right. And not only that, but, you know, just to kind of touch back on the Bills defense, they do a lot. They do a really good job of disguising things. They, they got defensive players constantly moving around on the field. You know, they're disguising blitz packages when really they're coverage packages, you know, and then the off chance that a Bills that linebacker does end up blitzing or are they sending a corner blitz or a safety blitz or something? It's almost like impossible to detect it because the Bills are one of the, you know, one of the lowest teams in terms of, of how much often they blitz. So, but I think part of the, I don't think they really need to when you got a confusing defense and yet pass rushes has been as good dominant as it is. So one thing I know they're actually doing a lot of, they're actually doing a lot of uh, stunts on the line too. So, so on the line, there's a lot of things happening there that are moving parts. Like one of my favorites is they'll have Greg Rousseau or, or, uh, or Von Miller. They start out on the, like on the ends. And then they do a little stunt where the end comes up through the middle. Yeah. So, yeah. Almost like he drops back and then rolls around the, the tackle there. And, and the tackles are blocking on purpose. They're trying to pave on a, a pathway to the quarterback. Yeah. I've seen and, a few of those too. And that stunt is one of the best stunts in the, in the NFL, as far as freeing up a, a, a defensive end, to have a free shot at the quarterback. Uh, they actually did it a couple weeks ago. I can't remember. It, Jordan Phillips was still, healthy and they had he he ran he they did a little stunt and he was running free to the quarterback and and uh he just went down i think it, it might have been against the rams <laughs> uh matt stafford just was like okay yep i'm down i'm down <laughs> yeah yeah uh so I, I i hope they keep that up all the stunts and everything coming from the defensive line just to get anything anything to get in kenny pickett's face where he's making bad decisions all day and and it just and it's beneficial to the bills is what I'm all for. Uh, I do. Uh, on the other hand, the, the, the Steelers, they don't have TJ Watt right now, right? He's out. No, I think, I think he's on IR. If not out for the season, I have to double check on that, but, um, but yeah, he's, he's, he's been injured now for a couple of weeks. Yeah. So with no, with no TJ Watt, I don't really, uh, so I'm not going to lie to you. I don't pay attention too much to, Pittsburgh, uh, in a sense that I know that whole D line, but I know that TJ Watt is huge on on 
being a pass rusher or being right. a pass rusher. He he is very effective in that role. Uh, it's going to be nice that the Bills don't have to deal with that at all. But you still got to look out for uh, Mika Fitzpatrick, who is such a ball right. Uh, yeah, and he's really good at lurking. And he is. And and sometimes what's going to be important, I think, for uh, the key here is for Josh to really know where he is on the field at all times. Right. Uh, so, you know, going into this, what's your what's your prediction? Who do you think's coming out on top? Which quarterback's going to have a better day? Well, so uh, as I mentioned earlier, I, I've got a lot of confidence in Josh Allen and the Buffalo Bills right now. Um, the, the Steelers are, you know, they've had a slow start. You know, they've been riddled with injuries. Um, they've got a quarterback controversy going on, and they're trying to figure out their guy. I'm really thinking that the Bills are going to dominate this game. I'm going to go with 34-10. to 34-10, over-under on the yards for, for Josh Allen. You think 350 yards or under? I, I think Josh is going to throw for 300-plus yards, yes. 300-plus yards, okay. Yeah, I'm going to say 300-plus. 300 300 and, and, and on the Pickett. flip side of the coin, um, I think Kenny Pickett's going to – I think he's going to throw for 150. I do, um, but I'm I'm also gonna suggest I'm also gonna predict that he throws at least two picks, two interceptions this game. Yeah, uh, so I really I really hope that he has a horrible day, but he gets a couple of passes to Chase Claypool so I can score some fantasy points while we're at it. But but other than that, I, <laughs> I mean, kind of had a feeling that was coming. <laughs> really, other than that, I really hope he has an atrocious day. Uh, I really don't see this going any other way. I mean, Josh Allen's been Josh Allen all season, uh, with the especially the Josh that we're used to. Uh, you know, he's had some ups, up, little ups and downs, but for the most part, he's been very steady at, at the quarterback position this season, picking right up where he left off. I don't see him drop like, any, I don't see any reason to doubt that he's going to drop off, like that he won't drop off. He's going to be fine. Um, so it's just going to be another outing for him. I think that the, he's going to crush it. Uh, the, the other on the flip coin, the Pittsburgh offense is not going to be able to hang with, with the, what the bills offense is able to produce. Uh, so in the end, you, you know, yeah, you're looking like almost like another blowout. I, I, we've been trying to say that's a blowout every week. Maybe we start. We need to come back down to reality, but it's not going to happen against the Pittsburgh Steelers. Uh, we'll, we'll talk about reality. I just don't see it. Yeah, if if it does, I'd be surprised. But I we'll don't. We'll talk see about it. reality next week when we take on the Chiefs. Uh, but yes, there, yeah, <laughs> but, that, uh, we might right we now, might I'm be eating some humble pie on that one. Exactly, and I'm gonna. So now I'm gonna stay out there in outer space and just say Josh Allen is an animal. Uh, and he's going to destroy the Steelers. I think he's going to go for. I think he's going to go 350 yards plus, uh, three touchdowns, maybe a rushing touchdown added in there, a uh, a very MVP caliber uh, performance. And then Kenny Pickett's going to be Kenny Pickett. He's going to be a rookie. He's going to be exactly what you think is going to happen. He, he might go, he might have a couple couple hundred yards. Uh, I don't. I highly doubt he's going to hit 200. And if he does, it might be because he got some deep balls on us because of having two starting safeties out. But yeah, but other than that, uh, he doesn't scare me. Uh, his the problem that I'm really having to even be scared of him. I don't have don't much. I don't know much about him. He's, we've mentioned it so many times that he's a rookie, and that's big, the biggest factor going against him. I I just don't see him being able to figure out a complicated defensive scheme like Buffalo's uh, on, on a, in a second in his second week. I thought it was kind of, they did him a disservice. Uh, if you want my opinion, uh, Mike Tomlin making the call to put Kenny Pickett in against Buffalo. <laughs> I, I thought maybe, you know, maybe go back Welcome to, to the NFL, for, Kenny. Yeah. But like maybe go back <laughs> to Mitch for one more week and then, you know, put Pickett back in if they play Washington or something. I don't know. <laughs> for real, man. I... Put him through the gauntlet, the poor kid. <laughs> no, but Hey, you know what? Like, 
in order to be great, you have to be challenged. So maybe it's a good thing for him. Maybe, you know, I'm not, like I said, I'm not suggesting he's going to go off or anything, but maybe this is, this is the game he looks back on and, and it really teaches him how to be a pro quarterback. Maybe, you know, uh, um, maybe it's a, it's a huge blowout and they lose 44 to 10, but he's like, you know what? I'm going to learn from this. I learned from this. But that seven-point touchdown I threw in, that, that was, was a good play. We did, we, did some positive, play. we did some positive things out there. Yeah. We went out there and we made a difference. Um, but <laughs> I'm a, I'm a firm believer this is this is almost a wash. Like, I, there's not much to compare. I, it's going to be – you know what? Watch us eat our words, though. Like, I don't want them to win. Yeah, that's what I mean. Like, now that we've we've made this prediction, like, watch it be a close game or something. And he throws like 300 yards. And we're like, well, I don't, we I, won't even want to, I, won't, I won't even want to show my face on the podcast. I, what I'll be doing, I'll, I'll be like, yup, my screen will be blacked out. I'll be like, yeah, I'm here, <laughs> but I don't want to see nobody. <laughs> All right. <laughs> yeah. Oh man. You know what? We're just going to have to get you a Kenny Pickett Jersey then if, if that's what happens. Oh, all right. So if they, yeah, if he goes over, if he if he goes over 300 yards, I will wear a Kenny Pickett jersey next week. Yeah. All right. All it's right. settled. That, that's embarrassing. I, I really <laughs> don't want to wear that at all. Like I mean, I, it's not even him. I, I don't even feel. I know. Even, I know. It's just it's not even anything personal to him. I just don't like the Steelers. I, I I like Mike Tomlin and I respect him, but like, it's just not the Steelers that I grew up with. I'll tell you that. Yeah, I know. Same, but you know what? That's football, man. Things change. Yeah, yeah, but I, I will. I'll wear a Kenny Pickett jersey, and then I'll try to I'll try to give it away to some kid after that. Because <laughs> <laughs> okay. I ain't keeping that thing. Um, but seriously, that's all we have. I mean, again, we broke down the stats for you. It's it's pretty simple. I mean, if you ever want to just go look at the stat line, it's obviously you can do it by yourself. But but if you really want an opinion on how they, how the two QBs actually perform, this is a great show to take a listen into. Uh, we give our, we give our opinion out on it and we'll always talk shop. You guys want to talk about uh, certain quarterbacks performances, who you think's the best QBs in the league. Uh, I, I'm, I'm definitely sit down and talk about that. Uh, that that's actually be something, you know, on a, on our bye week coming up, Addison, I would love to talk about that with you. Yeah, uh, That's a good thought. What's the, the top 20, or top 10, actually, I was just stick with top 10, top 10 quarterbacks in the league right now, you know? Uh, so coming the bye week, that's definitely something we're going to uh, adventure and see, but, and we'll, we'll put the list out guys. So if you want to, you want to talk about it, you uh, got some early opinions. I'm all ears, always willing to talk shop. You can find me at Twitter. I'm Mike Shimbersky at M I K O L two, five, three, one. And on Facebook, it's just Mike Shimbersky. Uh, hit me up anytime. Addison. All right. Thanks, Mike. Uh, same thing too, guys. If you want to hit me up, my, my Twitter's right there at the bottom of my screen. It's S-A-S-Z-U-M-I-G-A-L-A. That is it. No numbers. Um, and, you know, of course, we love to do this. We love to break things down. And, and Mike, that was a great idea for the bye week. I oh, yeah. absolutely yeah. am in on that, and I think we should definitely do it. All right. Yeah, I'm looking forward to it uh, for that. But with that being said, again, this is the Built in Buffalo Network. You're watching QB Sneak. Go Bills. Go Bills.